0: hi guys welcome back to another episode of an adulting with olua for me and um i hope you guys have been doing great and um as the quarantine over there um generally i think countries are starting easing up the old lockdown thing i know um uk are starting allowing people to have free movements now and in germany it's like business as usual like i mean People have started going to stores and stores have started opening up. People started doing shopping. <laughs> like, everywhere is busy. Like, um, nothing happened three, four weeks ago. And um, you just have to follow the normal social distancing um, precautions and wear your nose marks when you're entering into any store or an enclosed um, space like balls or tramp or anything. So, basically, it looks like um, things, are, things are easing up. And um, life is becoming normal again without the person, anyways. So that's it, guys. Let's get into today's episode. <laughs> Um, So today we're going to be talking or I'm going to be discussing (laughs) the art of asking and um, as usual I'm going to be starting the episode with a quote and this is from Barack Obama. He said, don't be afraid to ask questions, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. I do that every day. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness, it's a sign of strength. It shows you have the courage to admit when you don't know something and to learn something new so that's from barack and um this episode is going to look a little bit or sound a little bit scripted and that's because i had to write this article and um for a speaking engagement so yeah it's going to be scripted because I'm, I'm going to try and make it <laughs> more podcast like So what does it mean to ask for help? Um, Asking for help is an act of requesting and also allowing yourself to receive the desired support from people. And it simply implies you're making efforts to deal with uncomfortable emotions, such as humility, fear and embarrassment. It also means you're willing to be vulnerable, which is a form of strength and shows you're strong enough to admit you don't always have it all figured out. Honestly, we would be lying to ourselves um, if we think we can do everything by ourselves and don't need external inputs or efforts in our affairs. There will always be things that are like second nature to us and fuels our passions and there are other things we either don't enjoy doing or know next to nothing about which um, could be strengths for the other people in our lives or people we know. So, allowing other people to share their strengths with us is one of the important reasons to ask for help because you're not only creating avenue for people to grow but you're receiving as well so asking for help it's, it's more like you're creating a platform for people to actually show themselves to um exhibit their skills and strengths, and also help you and the truth is you'd be surprised to know that people actually want to help think one of the greatest lies of all is nobody wants to help you it's, it is such like it has held a lot of people back from asking for the help they need and getting the kind of help they need and then they are stuck in one position because they have this social misconstruct that nobody really wants to help that's a lie people want to help you just have to put yourself in the position whereby you receive the help So briefly, I'm going to be um, sharing some common myths about asking for help. And um, I'll start with, I don't want to be a bother to anyone. Asking is the beginning of receiving. Make sure you don't go to the ocean with a teaspoon. At least take a bucket so the kids won't laugh at you. Um, this was a quote by Jim Run. I struggled with asking for help with this myth as my main excuse. Like my main excuse when I need help is always I don't want to be a bother to anyone. I mean I get into serious arguments and fights with my brothers because of this. Because they wouldn't know I was going through some I was going through struggles and then all of a sudden they find out and then they'll be like, Why didn't you just ask us to help you out with this thing? And my next rep- response will be, Oh, I don't want to be a bother Like we are even your siblings, like you can't always want to like man it up every time. We are your siblings, you're supposed to talk to us. You're not a bother. So I, I think I've um over time I've um limited myself by giving the assumption that oh when you ask for help you're bothering people and all. Asking for help provides um people with the space to shine when they share their strengths and unique gifts with you. And you'd be surprised to know that there are people who are willing help if given the opportunity so most times the nervousness of incurring social debts or obligations such as questions like what do I with this person now doesn't really matter you just have to ask you won't you wouldn't find out if they would help you until you ask so that's the number one myth and the second myth is um, I am NOT worthy of help or support You need to understand that no one is perfect or have it all figured out every time. You, like everyone else, is worthy of love, support, getting help, and having a sense of belonging. So, please just trash the idea that you are not worthy of help or support. Everybody deserves to be loved. Right. Having challenges or the need for help is wrong for me. This is another myth we all have to deal with. Like, especially for people who think they just have to always have it figured out every time. This kind of opinion of oneself is known as self-criticism, which is not a healthy strategy to feel better about oneself, despite it being accepted socially, like, yes, like, this is like a social standard, it is like a very high social standard that you don't have to have challenges or you don't, you shouldn't need help, you understand? Thoughts like this can make you feel insecure or like an imposter and fosters inadequacy. That is just the honest truth. Self-criticism can be exchanged with self-compassion, which helps us acknowledge that our problems are worthy of attention and should be addressed rather than numbing them, which is usually pretty self-indulging. That is the truth. You just have to, uh, I don't know. Flip the switch. (laughs) Flip the switch from self-criticism to self-compassion. And when you learn to love yourself, right, and understand yourself, and um, come to terms with acknowledging that your problems are worthy of attention and should be addressed, then you'll be able to counter the self-criticism that "oh, you don't need help" or "you needing help is wrong for you." Another myth is, "I am not competent when I ask for help." Ah god. I'm pressing buttons. According to Anne Wilson, sharf. I think that's a German word. Yeah, it should be sharf. Asking for help does not mean that we are weak or incompetent. It usually indicates an advanced level of honesty and intelligence. So that's it. Like like I said earlier, it, it takes courage to ask for help and our strengths cannot be in everything like you can't you can't just be a jack of all trades you have to like there are things you are good at and then there are things you're not so good at and then there are some things that you would never be good at it's not because you're not um skilled as as a human being or it's not because you're not intelligent there are just some things that you just you don't bother yourself much about that's because it's not your strength. i let me say okay um sewing is not my strength as much as i like good clothes i don't think i would i I don't think i'm interested in sewing i could sketch and give it to my designer but definitely not sitting on that machine so it's okay to ask for help you get so um Learn to cut yourself some slacks if there are areas you need help with. It doesn't make you less strong or smart. That is the obvious truth. And um, the last minute is going to be it is a sign of weakness. Like you asking for help is a sign of weakness. I mean, yeah, we've all been there. We are, we are still there. <laughs> Rona Barrett once said, Rona Barrett, oh, <laughs> not Corona. Yeah, Rona Barrett, that's a person. The strong individual is the one who asks for help when he needs it. Knowing when you need help and finding the courage to ask for it is a sign of strength, not weakness. That's it. So those are the um, meets, common myths I've been able to come up with. Um, so let's move on with the episode. Oftentimes, most people don't know how to ask questions properly, hence doing it badly sometimes using guilt coercion or blackmail and ends up soliciting for pity when in need of assistance i mean this is like guilt tripping people to do stuff for you this is um emotionally blackmailing people <laughs> and oh i mean i'm, I'm not going to act all with you guys like oh yeah i've done it a couple of times sometimes it it gets things done but it's not the best way that's not the best approach to asking questions that's not the best approach to get things done for you in an elderly way you understand so I'm going to be sharing five ways to ask for help number one create an enabling environment that encourages asking for help encourage asking for help and rendering help through your practices norms and tones. Either at work, in the home, around you, amongst your friends, within the family, create the kind of environment. Create an enabling environment that encourages um, you asking for help and people reaching out to you too. Because the act of giving and, ta- and taking are important for personal ac- are important for personal <laughs> accomplishment and positive cultures. And always remember that people love to reciprocate if. If you are the type that gives but don't ask for help, people love to reciprocate. Like it is not just about you giving. Like, yeah, it is even the Bible supports more um giving than receiving. But then it's not um a one way um road, it's not a radio kind of relationship where one person is saying and then nobody's it's a two way dimension. So as much as you're giving, people also want to give back. You just have to create the environment that allows people to give back as you're giving you understand you create the environment that allows you to be able to ask for help when you need help and then people can reach out to you when they need help too um number two is um don't assume you know what people know or don't know <clears throat> the truth is you will never know how people you never know how people can help, or what they know, until you ask them. And often, time we underestimate the willingness of people to desire to help. Like, like I said earlier, like I us- I usually just assume I don't want to be a bother because, at the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, what if this person is not in the position to help, or what? The- what if this person doesn't want to help? And um, I just assume for them that oh, I'm just going to be a bother, and I don't want to bother anyone. I don't want to, I don't want to be like an extra baggage for them. So. There are times when those you ask might not have the answers but they can reach out to their personal and professional networks i mean i've been helped in situations like this and i've seen people get helps like this to like okay Fumbi, I need something i don't have it oh but i know someone that does or i know someone that knows someone that does you understand uh one of my pastors usually say you are just three persons away to the person you need to meet or to a contract you need to get. You're like, just 3% away. I don't necessarily have to know the answer. You don't necessarily have to know the answer. Your friend, your mom, your sibling, your boss, your colleague, they don't necessarily have to know the answer. But you would be surprised at the kind of people they have on their contacts. You get, you'll be surprised at they, they might know someone, it might not even be somebody that is really close to them, but they could go the extra mile to get it done for you. You understand? So don't assume you know what people know or don't know. Don't assume for people. Ask. Three would be, have some knowledge on what to ask. So it is not just enough to desire to ask questions. Do your own assignments and get some basic knowledge about what you want to ask, whether on a project at work or personal research. So don't just walk up to people and... um without having a concrete um question or without having a basic knowledge on what your questions are you understand you shouldn't be caught on never to be caught on fresh you get so never to be caught on fresh shouldn't apply to just your looks it should also apply to your personal affairs what you love your passions what your questions are going to be revolving around if it's financially okay i need financial help you should actually like. I don't think anybody writes a proposal for a, a, like a business proposal without having basic knowledge of what they want to use the money for. Like, how, you, how do how you intend to spend the money? How do you intend to um, generate um, money from these expenses? So you have to have like basic background information on what you want to ask people of, like what you or what you want to ask people for. You understand, so do your personal research. Doing this will save you from the tax of coming up with your um, request. That's it, because you can just write down your goals and itemize the required steps and resources. And this way, you have a list of needs that you can frame as questions, so you won't just be rambling in front of the person or merry-go-rounding without focus. You get like you have things you're looking out for you have things you really need answers to and they're already itemized and it makes the conversation way easier um, number four is ask your questions using the smart format so there's a smart format and um, you can browse about this you can google it I-, I think there are information on stuff like that online Google is your best friend like I say so ask your questions in a smart format your request is well structured or constructed when it is specific so SMART is like acronym S M A R T. S for specific M for meaningful that's details of why the, why you're asking the questions so it has to be meaningful A is action oriented so does your questions inspire um, steps being taken on your behalf R stands for real. So your questions have to be real. Characteristics of being original. Characteristics of being authentic. Are your questions authentic? And lastly, T stands for time-bound. Your questions have to be time-bound. If you want smart response, if you want... um, If you want... (laughs) Yeah, smart response from smart format. Kind of. If you want um, prompt response your questions has to be time bound not something oh i'll get back to you in I'll, I'll see what i can do your questions if your questions are vague and then you might not you might not readily get your response as soon as possible so using this format makes your question easier to respond to that's it and lastly be positioned to help others first this is I, I, I I, I'm not arranging this thing in order of importance, but this is very, very important. Be positioned to help others first. This simply puts you, this simply puts you in um any positive responses to your request because of a good reputation that precedes you. So this is more about you building a good reputation. You are known for helping. And I, I don't mean like the high service type of helping now, but People know that genuinely, you, are, you make yourself available to help others, and this kind of rep, this kind of good rep, rep, uh, reputation that precedes you um, would um, make it general uh, make it easy for people to generously help you. That's it. Even people who has never benefited of your assistance will love to help because of your reputation. So it, it's not just restricted to people that you've been of um, help to. People that have just heard that, oh, this person is good, this person has this kind of uh, reputation, this person is um, kind, would be, like, they would love to help you because of your reputation. Moreover, it makes more sense to ask for help when you know you've been helpful too. Ta-da! Yep. That's it. (laughs) Um... Yoruba people will say but I'm not even really sure if I'm saying that right <laughs> but that's just it like this is not you um, Sireguin. that's another Yoruba word <laughs> but the, yeah this is not you Sireguin. but it's just uh, the love what comes around goes around that's it so it's it's basic it makes more sense to ask for help when you know you've been helpful so you don't want to you don't want to harvest where you've not planted So, please, I don't know, this might not really be the most important um, way or secret to asking for help, but it is very, very important. It is very, very important. Nobody wants to help a snobby, proud um, person. Nobody wants to help a sassy, um, I don't know, um, a sassy human being who doesn't care about other people, who is not approachable who they don't want to talk to, or who they dread talking to, you understand, so you have to um, be positioned to help others first, it is very important, it pays more to serve, and in your servitude, people, in your, is it servitude or service, I don't know, I'm feeling the right word, <laughs> but like, in, in, um, in you being of service to people, Without you even asking, people are going to come around you. People are going to want to help you. That is just the, that's like the greatest secret to to asking for help. That's like the greatest secret. Um. So some questions that can be helpful when asking for help. You know, we have to learn to put our questions right. We have to learn to approach people the right way. Um. Can you please help me with da, 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 da. Would it be possible if you could help me with da 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 Do you have time to help me with da-da-da-da? Could you kindly spare me a minute? Can I ask you a favor with da-da-da-da? So you, are, you have to learn to ask your questions in a kind, polite way that makes it irresistible for people to say no to you. Even when they don't have the answers, they would look for the answer people want to help always remember that so lastly the word of god has got a lot to say about asking for help so so and um, apparently it appears to be a bad habit when we isolate ourselves during struggles rather than talk to people and seek help and this is simply a prescription for pain and despair does it so um, as much as I would love to like say this from the normal human um, reasoning and perceptions Bible has a lot to say about this like the Word of God has a lot to say about this too about asking for help you can read up on Bible scriptures like Hebrew 10 24 to 25 James 4 verse 2 James 1 verses 2 to 6 and James 5 verses 13 to 20 ask for help it is very important you do Uh, it's a survival skill actually Billy Graham once said the Christian life is not a constant I I have my moments of deep discouragement I have to go to God in prayer with tears in my eyes and say oh God forgive me or help me and that's going to be it um, on today's episode and I hope um, you learn to ask for help when you need help I hope you create um, an enabling environment where you can ask for help and people can reach out to you. And above all, I hope you know that you're loved, you deserve to be loved, you deserve support, you deserve um, a sense of belonging, and um, you asking for help is a form of strength on its own. So guys, that's going to be it on today's episode. On Unadulting with Oluwafu, maybe your home girl. Follow me on all my social media accounts. And um, kindly send in your feedbacks. Leave voice messages on Anchor. And um, leave your comments. Share the podcast. Spread the good news. Uh You don't know who you are helping. That's you actually helping someone. So, yeah. Yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye. -er. I got you. You got me. I got you. You got me.